are willing to do that. So if you're not a part of that, it would be a good opportunity. Um, wow. It is good to be here. Don't you just love the Lord? Man, come on. Y'all know it. You, you, don't you just love the Lord? There you go. That's good. Let's get right. Let's stand tonight, if you will. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Everybody should be there by now, I believe. I just want to read the first eight verses. <clears throat> it says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord of and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. And if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he will receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Father God, thank you for your word, and right now I just ask that you take me and use me to, to honor you. Use me to speak the truth and uh, just to glorify the name of Jesus. Uh, Father, uh, thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Just be honored here tonight. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. As we read this, and we'll get into it and kind of break it down a little bit, but uh, it's, um, how many of y'all, you know Romans 8, 828, how many, say that's a, that's a lot of people, that's their favorite, favorite verse, Romans 828, for we know that all things, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them that are called according to his purpose. Um, just great. I mean, you could break that down and spend some time there, but how many, how many here believe that? Say amen if you do. All things. All things work for good. And that's hard sometimes to, to get a grip on and in certain times, I mean, you can look at old Joe there dragging around with that broke down back and us praying for him hard as we know how to pray and thank God he is here and I think he's getting better. But uh, Joe could wonder, you know, if, I don't know, it seems, Lord, that it probably would have really been good if you'd, I wasn't here in this case, you know, if we talk about good. So I guess it's, uh, I guess it, a lot of times we can, uh, we can start, you know, by thinking, you know, well, uh, what do we mean by good, you know, and I guess that could, you could say that, but uh, the th to me, the main thing there is to them who are called according to his purpose, according to his purpose. If it's, how many of y'all believe if, it, if it's God's purpose, and that's, then 
It's good. That's God. That's right. That's right. And so, as we look at this and look at this verse, we can take from it uh, the experiences that come to the children of God are not by accident. Teresa, what did you do to him? Oh, you did. Okay. All right. Well, he's going to think it's got something to do with me. <laughs> the experiences that come to the children of God are not by accident. Doesn't that kind of, at least, that helps when you're going through tough times? It's kind of, I mean, just think about this. God has never dropped a glass and busted it. You know something? He has never said, whoops. He's ne- there, there is no accident with God. Do y'all believe that? If you did, if you didn't, then he, you start diminishing God. That's God is just awesome, sovereign, totally over everything. And I'll tell you what, and I believe. There's times, and I know we've all been through different things, but sometimes, boy, it's just knowing that is all you've got to hold on to, that God is God, and he has not dropped the ball here. He ain't made a mistake. And hang on to that, the fact that we have a loving Heavenly Father. Amen? He loves us. Jesus loves us. The father allowed his only son to give his life for some, a worm such as I, as the writer of the hymn says. We have a loving father who controls the affairs of this world and who has a purpose behind each event. Mankind, we we can struggle with that. You know, we even think about the catastrophes with the you know, the weather and nature and things of this nature. But God is still God, and, he, and he's, still in, he's still in control. He's still in control. And, uh, and, I, and I say all this up front because I, I think this, <laughs> well, it, it, it just helps. And it, it, it helps us when we uh, find ourselves into um, different struggles. Now, if we get back up here, and let's start in verse 2 and look at this. It says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. And to me, we can kind of start seeing the difference in, in, in our flesh, just this life and our flesh and the, the spiritual, because it, it does, it's just not natural. It's not natural, you know, to, to, to count it joy Whenever we find, fall into the, in the, in the, the, the temptations here are trials or testings. There's trials that come our way. They test us. And these trials, it, it, it's really hard uh, to find them joyous, but the Word tells us to count it all joy when, you, when you're there. So, there, you know, we, we, we need to look at that a little bit. But the other thing is, it did not say, my brethren, count it all joy if you fall into diverse temptations. The if ain't there. It's when. How many, how many in, this, in this 
room here tonight can say that I have, I have experienced trials in my life of some sort. I have experienced trials in my life of some sort. Okay? So they're coming. They're coming. Now, the, and to just throw this in here just real quick, um, 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. Let's, let me just look at that real quick. 1 Peter 4 says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. Count it not strange. It, it's just part of life. It's, it, it, it is. This life is broken. If, 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 we, if you can keep it simple, it really helps if you can keep it simple. This life is broken, and it's broken because of sin. It's, it, these bodies are broken. It's, it's because of sin. That, that is the problem. We do have a problem. Everybody, whether they're Christian or not, can say, this world, we've got a problem here. And, 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 and people try to figure out how to cope with it, deal with it, change it, do whatever you can. And... Um, the thing that I, about this study here as I look at this is, and if you, if you pay attention, more and more our whole society moves in this direction, is that the, the, the real heartfelt thing is to try to, uh, that's being put out nowadays, is to try to keep anybody from getting their feelings hurt in any way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you, that's, what, that's what the politically correct really is all about, is trying to make sure that no one is offended and, and you can carry that to all kinds of extremes. You don't want anybody to feel bad. Uh, but that's the, the, tr the truth of the matter is, is that if you live in this life and a child needs to learn this growing up, I mean, you, you, you're going to get hurt. People's going to hurt you. That's just the way it is. And you, you, you can't change that. You know, it's, it's, it's like some places, which I've heard, is it, you have a little t-ball game or baseball with the kids. You don't keep score because you, you don't want them feeling bad about getting beat. You know what I'm saying? You do everything you can to try to keep people from having to, having to feel any heartache or any kind of bad feelings or any those type of things. But isn't, isn't it strange that that's, that's what the world would try to do is keep anybody from going through any difficult stuff or maybe be getting hurt in any way. But then our Heavenly Father says, I'm carrying you there because I know what, how good it'll do you. How much better it'll be for you. That's why count it all joy when you go there and there's a reason for it. Don't try to shield it. What, what you do is you try to teach your children that this life is broken. You teach about the Lord, this life is broken, and stuff's going to come at you, and you're going, you're going to get hurt. Things are not going to always go your way, and it could really not go your way. You know, we've looked around and seen people going through a lot of tough stuff. We, you, we don't, that's, that's, that's life. But you, you, learn how, you learn how to deal with it, and that to me is where you, Christ, you need to know Jesus. You need to know this word of God. You need to know this and, 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 and really to be able to cope and to handle life the way that you should because stuff's coming. And the Christian, 
You're, you're not exempt. We're non-exempt. But I believe that the, there's one thing about it. Anybody looking should be able to tell the difference in a Christian and a non-Christian in the way they handle it. In the way they handle it. That's, 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 that's easy to say. But it's, it's kind of hard. But just don't think it's strange is what uh, Peter said. Peter been through a lot of stuff, his, him, his own self. The word here, I, I, I think I mentioned this here about temptation, was just testing or trial. It's putting to the proof. And, and, and these things come to see what you are, what you have, what you're made of, that sort of thing. It goes, uh, and I'm looking at verse 13. I do want to throw this out. In verse, we didn't read this, but in verse 13 it says, Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. Two different things we're talking about here than what we're saying whenever to, you know, count it joy when you get into the temptation. That, that, that particular temptation over there is a solicitation to do evil. God, God never entices you to do evil. Okay, it says you, that's, that's out of your, your own lust, whole different ball game there. We're just talking about trials that may come our way, that come our way, and, 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 and things that, it, you know, that the Lord may just allow to come our way for the, the, for the testing. So let's, let's, let's move on in here to um, verses 3 and 4. It says, knowing this, so we count it joy, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So we ask the question. I ask you this question. What is God's purpose in trials? What's his purpose? What's the purpose there if, if I'm going through it? Well, I can tell you from reading this right here that, that one of them is it is the perfection of Christian character in his children you, to go through this. Folks, you don't, know, you don't know what something can stand until you test it. You get a rope. You gotta, you gotta test it to see if it's stout. You, it has to be put under pressure to test to see what it's made of. And folks, I'm telling you, it's so good whenever you go through the testing, and maybe you come out on the other side, but you can look back and you can say, "By the grace of God, I made it. I made it." That's just, that's powerful. That's powerful. But that's the, that, that is a purpose, the purpose for it. And he's, he wants his children, he wants his children to be mature, which is, that's the word perfect here. And, uh, and then the maturity, the maturity is, is developed only in the laboratory of, of life going through these things. So just, just look at it here. Let, knowing, knowing this, so Christian, listen to me. Know this. You know this. Do you? I can ask you, do you know this? James is saying, I know this. I know it. I know this for a fact. It, Christian, you need to know it. To know that the trying of your faith worketh patience, which that word is endurance. Endurance. That the trying of your faith worketh endurance. And what do we mean? The endurance is, means you it, it helps you just keep going. You don't quit. Folks, have me, listen. The Bible taught, Jesus taught in his teaching in the Gospels, I know in Matthew and Mark. He said that uh, 
is those that endure to the end. Where the, the reward is for those that, that endure to the end. Now, and when we say that, a lot of times questions comes into our mind about, well, uh, then you kind of, kind of sounds like you're talking about people working and, and enduring and striving and making it to the end. And if they do, they, they will be saved. No, you, you're saved by the faith that you, and we're going to be looking at faith in just a minute. You're saved by the faith that you put in Jesus Christ. There is salvation nowhere else. You don't have it. It's what Jesus did. You place your faith in it. But you, this, this endurance, it makes the child of God stronger. It makes him perfect. It makes him whole. It makes him mature. Every time we go through stuff, folks, I'm, let me tell you, I myself have been through things that I never thought that I would have to go through, but I did have to go through. Didn't want to go through, but I did. And you know what? I made it through by the grace of God. And you know why I believe I made it through? Because I am a child of his. Now, that's the reason I made it through. I belong to him. And you say, well, people that don't endure, well, that, did they lose their salvation? Was that, no, no the, all, here's the deal. When the pressure's put there and you quit and walk off, you know what you did? You just let people know that you never belonged to him in the first place. You was not his. Those that belong to him, they're going to endure. It's, and it's bringing it out when, those pre, when these pressures and these things come against us. It just shows what's really there. And, and that, my friend, is to me, is a joy to know. That even when I go through, and, and folks, I, I, got, I made it. I went through. I, I've often, you, there, there's things I've been through. I wondered, how will, how will I handle that if that ever happens to me? How will I, you know, well, I can tell you what. I handled it by the faith that I put in the, the God that I belong to. That's how you handle any of it. When, you know what, James, all the stuff you've been through. Not want to go there. Don't choose to go there. But through it, I will guarantee you, you prove to yourself and anyone looking around that my faith is in Jesus Christ. That endure, I, I, I haven't laid him aside and walked off and said, does Jesus really care? That may try. That may enter our mind, and sometimes it does. But when it when it comes down to the hard truth, you hang in there and you endure. Yes, things will come at you. Satan will hit you with stuff, and happening to folks right now. But just that that endurance. But let that but let that endurance have a perfect work. I like I like this. Listen to this. Trial can produce endurance or patience. And in turn, the endurance in turn leads the believer into a deeper maturity in Christ. Every time you pass one of these things, you, you know the Lord a little better than you did on, than on the other side of it. It does. That's what it does. There's a purpose in it. There's a purpose in it. God's God. I would, I would love to say, God, just, just go ahead and fill me to overflowing and put all the strength I ever need and nothing else and I don't don't take me through another heartache or another struggle or another trial don't want to he just don't work that way he just don't look at a look at let's go to Romans chapter 5 real quick Romans chapter 5 as we're thinking about this patience or this King James is patient but it's endurance remember this the, the, the endurance 
Romans chapter 5. If you're there, say amen. It says, therefore, verse 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Being justified by the faith that I have placed in, in Jesus Christ, that I have, I have peace with God. By whom, talking about Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen. Folks, you can... People, you know, if, you, if you're in a good holiness church, a Pentecostal church, they, they shout when you read something like that. They, they let you know they're proud of that. Yes, they are. That they're, they're, they're right with the Lord. There's peace and it's through Jesus Christ and it's the hope of glory. Where I'm headed, I know where I'm headed. And it's there and I wouldn't have that hope. I wouldn't have that hope without Jesus Christ. And that's a wonderful thing. And you need to know that yourself. But it goes on to say, and not only so. I wish Paul would just wouldn't write so much. But he just keeps on writing. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. It just don't seem right. But it's God's word. We glory in tribulations also. Knowing, okay, here it is again. Do you know it? James said, knowing this, Paul saying the same thing. Do you know it? Knowing that tribulation worketh endurance. That's it. There's no other way. No other way. And it's like, man, when you come through one and you learn how to endure and you got that behind you, it's almost like you know kind of down deep. God's got another one and it's a little bit stronger than the next one. But that's okay. I'm going to make it. I'm going to endure because I know where my faith is, and I know who my faith is in. And that's just the way it is. In this life, there's a hope in glory. This life is leaving, folks. This, this that we know, it is. it won't be one day. There's a, that's another place where they go to Chapman. It ain't going to be this way forever, praise God. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation works in patience, then patience experience. I've got, hey, Janie has got a lot of experience in being laid up in a hospital. Brother Roberts down there today. Now, okay, and 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 and, and, and he, to, Brother Roberts, can share things with you that he's learned in the past month that he didn't know back in December. Okay, because he's went through it. He's been there. He's still loving the Lord. He's still praising God. He knows in whom he believes. He knows where his faith is at. But it's still tough, but it, through, it, through it, it does something to you on the inside that only the, the trials will do. It, it says it, that the endurance works patient or, or experience and then experience hope. That hope, all it, all it does, it just keeps solidifying what I already got and the hope that I have in the Lord Jesus. And hope makes them not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. The more these things you go through, the, the, the more mature, the more perfect you are as a Christian, the more it shows, the more it, it touches lives of people that are around you. You know what I think about? Where you, when you, think about Joseph. 
look what the Lord did with him. And he knew what he was doing. You, you, why, I mean, why, why could, would you think, Joe, say, Lord, why don't, why don't you just let me go on over there and do, why, why carry me through all this line and put me in jail and all this stuff I've gone through and my family, all of it, why carry me all the way through that? <coughs> just let me go ahead and be Pharaoh, or the second in command of Pharaoh. What about David? Anointed. Man, it, then it started. That's when it all started. Everything he went through, Saul trying to kill him, leave his home, running, on and on and on. All the stuff he's been through, all the stuff he's been through. It only made him, only made him better. It made him a man of God. And the, <coughs> just take Peter and Paul, these folks, they ha- it was, it was the, the, the testing of the faith. That's just the way it is. You can stand up and say, I believe in Jesus Christ. But you gotta, it's, got, it's got to be tested, and it's going to be tested to see what's there. <clears throat> I like this. It says, it takes faith on the part of a Christian to trust God during testing. It takes faith. It's got, that's what you got. But knowing God has a divine purpose in mind, that helps us to yield to him. And that's the reason I did Romans 8.20, to know that. He's got a purpose in it. I don't know what it is. I don't like it. It ain't fun. It's, 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 it's bad. But that's okay. And I know Joe said this over at his house, sitting right there in his, it, with his back. And I, I don't know what, but I know, I believe, don't care if I, this will be for good somewhere down the line, somehow. Because, because God, God's God. And, and, that, and, that, that, and that helps us. Now this, Let's move into these verses. Now look at this, verses 5 through 8. <clears throat> if any of you, if any of you lack wisdom, and it seems, it seems like all of a sudden he changed and went talking now about something else, but he hasn't. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith. See, now here's the faith. That's, what, that's what's tried. See, it's, it's the trying of your faith. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven by the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let's just break that down real quick here. Right now, James begins to deal with this this matter of faith. Let me ask you this. Do we always understand God's purpose? We don't, we don't, that we don't. We just trust that his purposes are good. But listen to this, and see if you've been here. Often it's during these times when we don't understand God's purpose. Satan often tempts us to ask, does God really care? Ever, ever, ever been, does, does God really care that I'm going through this? It's real, and, and that's good. I mean, you, you, if you remember, and I've been, I, I've, and folks, listen, I've been there, okay? I've been there. You, you just, just know how. I know you've heard Brother John talking about sitting in a corner of the bedroom, I believe he said one day, and just saying, God, if you're there, do you care? Do you know what I'm going through? 
hurt, been hurt. That's what happens in this life. You get hurt. Do you really care? That's the reason I sang the song tonight. I, I titled this, does, does Jesus Care? And it does it. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He knows all about it. And it's tough. It may be hard. But it's all working for a purpose and, 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 and works good within us. And it's hard, to, it's hard to wrap our mind around that. But I think it really, really helps your faith when you get it right and you look at God. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter this stuff around. And that's where Paul got to. I don't care about this stuff. I don't care about this body. Beat it all you want to. It don't matter to me. I've got my mind made up. I've got my eye on the prize. I'm pressing forward. I will endure. And it's because of the grace of this God that I know. That's what, that's what, all, of, that's what it all did for Paul. All the stuff he went through. Because the Bible's true. That's what it does for any of us. I know that don't, that don't fly well and probably won't ever get you on TV. But that's true. That's true. That's true. See, and we think about that. Does, does God really care as he answered? And that word does right there is it means doubt. Time you hear that does. See, it's like old Satan whenever serpent slipped up to Eve. Uh, did, did God really say doubt? Put the doubt there. See, that's your faith. That's where the faith comes in. That's what's being tried. And Satan perches up there. He knows you done struggled here and wrestled with it. And he says, you know, does, does God really care? Put the doubt. Putting that doubt. That's just the way he does it. <laughs> but, but here, when we, th when we think about that, that's when we go back to the beginning of verse 5. Think about it. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, you answer the question, there's times when I don't know what's going on. I don't understand what's going. I don't. I don't understand what, what what's what's happening here. Or maybe maybe I see it. I see it. How, what am I going to do, or how I'm going to handle it? It's, it says it's wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, because you go through this stuff, you need you need the wisdom of God. You and and how you get that? This is what's so good. This is where it, the prayer. Let him do what. Ask, boy, isn't that something? To go talk to the Lord about it. Novel idea, huh? Struggling with things. Things come against me. I wonder what's going on. I, I mean, that's true. I, I, Satan's sitting on my shoulder following me all around saying, the Lord really ain't, really ain't what you thought he was, is he? he? He's let you down big time. Does he really care? Only you, you, here, if you, you need some wisdom? Go to the Lord and ask the Lord for it. Say, Lord, I don't know what's going on here. I am just about... At my wit's end, Satan has thrown all kinds of stuff at me. I don't care. Go to the Lord. Talk to him. Get the wisdom that will only come from him in times like that. That's what it's saying. The wisdom that you need in these times of testing. Because, folks, listen to me. Our fleshly body is going to say, what's going on? We're going to go to thinking things and just, it, it's, that's just the way, that's the way we are. And, 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 I, and I know that. And, I've, taught, and I've, taught, I've talked to too many people going through stuff. Christian people, strong Christians. And whenever certain things happen, it can really rock their world. And you know what they got? You, do you know what they do? They make a beeline to the Lord and go to prayer. And go and talking to him. Because he's the one that can help them. That wisdom <coughs> comes as for the wisdom. And I love this here fact. It says, if you lack wisdom, let... Uh, 
Let him ask God, and uh, boy, this is what I like here too, that giveth to all men liberally. And I like the all men. I don't care who you are. I don't care who, I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you've got. You go to him, you talk to him. He listens to you. He'll listen to you. Isn't it good to know? Not only that, he'll listen to your prayer. He will give to you. To give to all men liberally and upbraideth not. And you know what the upbraideth mean there? That means to chide or to taunt. He's not playing with you. He's not going to play with you. He, he's, he means it for real. Come talk to me about it. I can give you the wisdom. I can give you what you need to handle this situation. I know it's tough. We think about the temptation of Christ and the stuff he went through through this fleshly body. That was, it's tough on the flesh. The flesh thinks things. But see, there's more than just the flesh. There's the spirit and the spiritual side of us. <clears throat> and he says not only if you'll, you go ask him, he'll give it and he'll supply it. But then it goes on to say this, that if you, when you go and you talk to the Lord and you ask, and it says, but, but let him ask in faith. Just go believing, knowing that God is my only hope, my only answer. It's, it's there. It's that faith. That, that, and, and, and God knows our hearts so well, but in, in nothing wavering, there's where the doubt is, the nothing wavering. For he that wavers like a faith, like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. For a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. The double-minded man. Folks, when, we, when you think about that, a double-minded man, and I mean, my mind wants to go, you know, to, to maybe a lost person, that sort of thing, you know. But wake up. He's talking to us. He's talking to me. Talking to a Christian. He's talking to because our minds can go here, our minds can go here. And especially in trials and things coming at us and failures that we may have made. I think maybe the third verse of that song we sing talks about, man, I'm, whenever I've made a terrible failure and I'm just crying my eyes out and can't find any peace on does Jesus care? Yeah, yeah. But this double-minded, let's look at this. Double-minded Christians, double-minded Christians, are not stable during trials. Hmm. How about that? Because we want to think that Christians and, I, and we and I, we preach it that we we should be and we should. The only here, but here's the deal. I don't care if you're Christian or not. When these things come against these these fleshly bodies, they will affect us. It affects us. It, it does. I was talking to someone just the other day. I'm talking to someone that knows the Lord and knows the Lord well. Going through tough hard times. Said my mind wasn't right today. Had a stroke. Had a stroke. And I had to I had to seek the Lord and I had to get someone to, to get with me and pray with me. And I knew when it came. See that that double minded back and forth, back and forth. I mean, I, I know I know I know exactly what I'm talking about. There, there's times whenever I remember <clears throat> I remember trying to uh, 
to decide whether I should leave the railroad or not and go full-time with Race Road Church back in 2004. So I had 33 years seniority. I was the oldest man in Baldwin Yard. I worked the best job, made the best money that a yard fella could make. And I had the insurance and all that good stuff. And the job I wanted, I got it because I had the seniority, all that kind of stuff. And, and everybody in the, saying, you're, you're, you're crazy. You're a fool to leave, leave now, you know. And you know what? I thought they was right. <laughs> I was wrestling with it too. Didn't make not a lick of sense. But I'm going to tell you something. I know what it is to be double-minded because I wrestled with it for a year and a half. One day, one day God take care of anything and boy, I was going to leave. And it would, by the time I got ready to come home, I'd done changed. Boy, you're a fool if you leave. Packets. Folks, that went on and on and on. You got to get it right. right? It's a, it, it, and, it's, and especially with, and through trials, we, it, it, things can slip us. And, and, and that was in some way a, a trial of trying to do, Lord testing my faith. You going to walk on lips? Do you, do you trust more in that insurance that they buying for you than you do me? You say, yeah, Ed, but that's kind of stupid. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. That's all right. I can't help it. Double-minded Christians are not stable during trials. <clears throat> get back and two back. So what are we wanting to do? I'm wanting to get some stability. If I go through a trial, I want to get some stability. Gang, I know you've been there. I want to get some stability. You ask, you go to the Lord. I said, and, and right this here, it's, it's like our emotions and, and, and our decisions, they waver. I'm going to, no, I'm not. Yeah, I am, I'm going to, I'm, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. Back and two, back and two. One minute they trust God, the next minute they don't. <laughs> I mean, you, ain't nobody wants to admit that. I don't mind, I admit it, that's what I was doing. One minute, I mean, on the way to work, I was trusting God. Yeah, man, I ain't, but on the way home, no, 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 I ain't going to do it. Lord, what do you want me to do? On and on and on and on and on. But folks, I'm telling you, there is stability no matter what you're going through when you get to the Lord and you ask for the wisdom and he delivers. He finally brought me to the place. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. I'm saying, Lord, I, I've seen people leave the railroad before and go and go preach. In about a year, that church done run them off and they're around looking for a job. I said, man, they, I, I be, whatever. They, they, I might not be the last six months. They may just get rid of me and then I'm, 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 I've thrown all of this away. He kept working with me till it got me to the stability that says, I don't care if they run me off in six months. I know this is what God wants me to be. There was stability then. No more double-mindedness, that sort of thing. But folks, I'm telling you, Christians, we, we, we can wrestle with it, but God's testing our faith. And I, lo I, I love that. <clears throat> the, um, oh, let's see, yeah. The one thing about the, the about I jumped it, the double-minded, we shouldn't be double-minded which the double-minded actually means two-spirited or either two-souled. It's like two different people almost. 
you know. And the word, but the word, uh, the word suggests hesitation and doubting. That, does, does that fit me perfectly? What, what I was just explaining to you. Same thing. Same thing. With any, any kind of trial or any kind of testing, we go through the same type of thing. Same type of thing. Faith and Tony, you can ease up, please, ma'am. Faith in God during trial will always lead to stability. Really. Faith in God during trials will always lead to stability. I love this here. I'm going to read that. First Peter, as we close out here, First Peter 5, and start at verse 6. Very good scripture. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Whatever you're going through, I just, it's okay. You're going to be exalted in due time. Casting all your care on him, for he cares for you. Does Jesus care? What did it just say? He cares for you. So be sober and be vigilant. That's praying and watching. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He may carry me through a lot of junk. He can't devour me. Because I belong to the king like you should. Not me. It's who I belong to. Whom resist, st- whom resist, talking about Satan, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brothers that are in this world. Don't think it's strange. Everybody has struggles. Everybody's going to go through stuff. That's just the way it is. But it's your faith being tested. Place it in the one that can bring stability. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after we've suffered a little while, will make us perfect, establish, strengthen, and what? Settle you down. Stability. That's what the Christian has that the world knows nothing about. So the world's way of dealing with it, and let's try to get everybody not to say nothing to hurt anybody's feelings. Nobody will have to deal with anything or ever have to struggle, and we'll just live happily ever after. But it just don't work that way. But I thank God I serve a one who says, I'll take you through these struggles and show you who I am, and I'll make you stronger every time, every time. Your endurance will just continue, will continue. And you ain't got to worry about it. I'll see it through to the end. Does Jesus care? Wow. Let's stand, if you will, tonight.